So number one reason why we attract unavailable people into our lives is actually because it is the aspect of us that is missing the most. So the missing part, right? The reason why we attract unavailable people, this is a missing aspect that is trying to be integrated back into our being. There's an aspect of us in, in this current reality. And if you're watching this, I can guarantee that you're probably embodying the anxiously attached or fearfully attached aspect where you're always wanting that connection and a sense of belonging with someone. And then, so because you are embodying this aspect, you're being attracted to people who embody the complete opposite of what you want, which is the avoidance, who prioritize freedom, autonomy, diversity, exploration, and individuality. Hello everybody, welcome back. My name is Hope and today we're going to be talking about why we constantly attract unavailable people and partners into our lives and why we can't seem to find someone who can meet us in the middle and just we can get on with our lives. So I'm actually going to be talking about things that most people don't address um, because I feel like there's a lot of content already out there that talk a lot about why it is that you attract unavailable people. The resources are abundant, but I can offer you some two cents in actually understanding energy and some of the universal laws that govern the universe that's going to allow you to get a bigger picture of why this is occurring and why this is actually so common, right? So Number one reason why we attract unavailable people into our lives is actually because it is the aspect of us that is missing the most. And what I mean by that is we obviously have to understand consciousness when I say an aspect within ourselves. There's many aspects to our consciousness and because through our developmental trauma and through socialization, we actually experience a lot of fragmentation within the conscious mind. So you'll find that when you start meditating, you'll begin to notice that there's a conscious aspect of you that is experiencing and almost observing the experience that you're having. And then there's also the part of you that somehow just spurs out of the moment or takes over in a way. And we notice this the most when we make promises to ourselves, such as, hey, today I'm actually going to show up and go to the gym or um, I'm not going to be eating that cookie. I'm not going to be sending that text message. And then we, at some point, find ourselves sending that text message and eating the cookie and not going to the gym. And this actually has a lot to do with the internal fragmentation process. So it is incredibly helpful for us to understand that there are many multiple different aspects within our being. And this is what is called an aspect or parts, parts of the fragmentation that occurred. And the reason why we actually have these parts is because of our developmental traumas and experiences when we're experiencing the reason why we have these internal fragmentations is because of the internal fragmentation process that occurs. And if you want to learn in depth more about this process and how to figure out how to reintegrate these aspects, which basically is what healing and the healing experience is, is to become whole again, to collect back to the wholeness of who we actually are, you're born whole, you're not defected, it's just a process and it's a traumatic event. And that's why 
um, I always talk about trauma as a form of karma. Trauma is unresolved aspects of our experience that wants to find resolution. And this is going to affect the ways in which we perceive a reality. Okay, so this is why healing is so incredibly important because our view of the world and our perspective and our reality and experience is based on the experiences and the filter of our wounds. And this quote that I absolutely adore and love really just simplifies this experience and it says heal so that you can hear what is being said without the filter of your wound right so because we have all these woundings we're unable to actually receive the love that is available for us and our inability to receive obviously affects our inability to create the kind of relationships that we want in our lives and it honestly affects every aspect of our lives So the missing part, right? The reason why we attract unavailable people, this is a missing aspect that is trying to be integrated back into our our being. So what I mean by this is there's an aspect of us in, in this current reality. And if you're watching this, I can guarantee that you're probably embodying the anxiously attached or fearfully attached aspect where you're always wanting that connection and a sense of belonging with someone. And then, so because you are embodying this aspect, you're being attracted to people who embody the complete opposite of what you want, which is the avoidance who prioritize freedom, autonomy, diversity, exploration, and individuality rather than the kind of security, safety, and consistency, containment, and safety that you're wanting to create and wanting to find that sense of belonging and connection with someone who is embodying the opposite of that. And this honestly obviously drives everybody crazy because had we had an experience or are we Um, if we're able to have an experience where we're experiencing, you know, compatibility, we can find our partners who meet us halfway, we'll be very happy and we don't have to deal with this. But the reality is that when we're just embodying this one aspect, it actually means that there's an aspect within us, okay? There's an aspect within us that is either suppressed or disowned or has been fragmented away from the wholeness of who you are and you're only seeing and experiencing or you're only familiar with in this current reality the part of your being that is dominating this experience which is the embodiment of being anxiously attached uh, and fearfully attached part of you so this part of you wants to always prioritize connection it's looking for that safety and containment and this part of you has been accepted as something that you believe this is the part is going to keep you safe now because as we are experiencing life because of the universal law that wants everything in this universe to be integrated and to find union Okay, this means that everything is trying to be resolved. And now I'm going to explain something really powerful that is going to help you shift your perspective. And that is that everything in this universe also has the polar opposites. And we have to understand this universal law in order for us to understand these different aspects that are playing out. The fundamental needs that we carry we all carry as individuals like the yin and yang is the aspect of us 
that is wanting that union and connection and belonging, all the while, there's also the aspect of our being who prioritize freedom, autonomy, diversity, exploration, and individuality. And this is what we don't really understand. And because when we are experiencing life, and we are constantly finding ourselves in this dynamic, the crazy dance between the one that is avoidant and the one that is anxiously attached, always constantly wanting to connect, but then the avoidant wants to always run away. Now you have to recognize for here to alleviate the pain that you must be feeling if you're in this experience, or if you just notice that this is a pattern that you hold and you feel helpless, you feel powerless, I'm going to give you the good news here. The avoidance, if the avoidance who seemingly want nothing to do with you and they're wanting this freedom and autonomy and they are always prioritizing themselves, number one thing to understand is that if that was really truly the case, right? They did not have an aspect of them that is wanting to be connected, then they would never be in relationships, right? Think about it. If that was really truly the embodiment of this person, there would be no relationships because this is the polar opposites. Everything in this universe has a contrast, right? If there is the good, there is the bad and one cannot exist without the other. And this, is, this law is going to help us understand duality and we're gonna move beyond duality by integrating the aspects of ourselves that we have disowned. So understanding that the avoidance also have an aspect of them that is wanting to connect is helpful, but it is in no way am I saying this to get you to understand the avoidance who are showing up less than half of what you're giving into the relationship. If you're finding yourself in this situation, I can assure you that you have very poor sense of self or ways of addressing your boundaries with the people. The shadow aspect of the avoidance is that they don't and they have not integrated their aspect within them that is wanting that connection and belonging is what I'm trying to get at. So that means that this right particular person you're dealing with and if you're attracting unavailable people, they're unavailable because they have yet to integrate the aspect of their themselves that is wanting to find union, that is wanting to find the connectedness and the belonging um, that you hold. And you have attracted each other like a magnet. It's an attraction, okay? And it's not actually what the Hollywood movies and fairy tales really show us. It's not really actually that romantic at all, if you think about it. Because until we can actually integrate we cannot find that harmony that we're looking for. So it works for both parties. That's what I'm trying to uncover here. So if that is the case, you also have an aspect of yourself and this, this self that you're embodying is actually a coping mechanism. Just as well as the part of them who is seemingly unavailable is also embodying a coping mechanism that keeps them safe. So what we have to recognize is that the most important need, right? And I talk about needs endlessly and I will continue to talk about it because it is so important for you to understand what your needs are in order for you to heal. So please go and watch my video called how to meet your needs to understand how to meet your needs and understand what your needs are because you have to get them met. They will try to get met regardless. So the need, for certainty will keep us captivated in a state of duality and scarcity. I'm gonna say that again, the need for certainty 
which is the reason why we're actually looking for certainty is because we're in a state of surviving and this is the lower vibrational aspect of us that is needing to survive, right? The the root chakra wants stability and certainty and a ground to root into. So this part of us is looking for certainty to know that we are safe. And because this level of certainty and safety has not been established when we were growing up, and this is why understanding needs is really important, when our needs are not met, we internalize that experience to mean that we are actually not safe. And I go into depth, in depth, but a short version of this is when we are growing up in our very early childhood experience from zero to eight, we're having a felt experience and we require that we develop these two healthy needs and meet them during this time. And it's actually emotional needs, okay? And because we're in this current state in humanity collectively, where we're not integrated, where we're not emotionally available, our caretakers are not available for us in the way that we require them to, our needs were not met. And this is actually the byproduct of these coping mechanisms that I'm talking about today. So what happens when our needs are not met is that this experience of not getting our needs met in our most crucial years, our first experience in this on this planet, sends us an internal message through our nervous system and through our bodies and through our mentality and our emotional senses, right? That we are not safe. Think about it. The gods that took care of us during our childhood who have our survival in their hands, which is our parents, if they don't meet our needs, who will? And, and when that happens, when we grow up, the internal model of this experience gets projected within and without. So our belief around what the universe can provide for us has a lot to do with the way that we were parented and the way that our needs were met. And if you find yourself thinking that you're unlucky and that you can never get what you want or it is extremely hard for you to get what you want, this is an aspect of you that you really want to take a good look at. So going back to the coping mechanism of the avoidant and the anxious, is that when we were experiencing our needs to be not met during this time, what happens to us is that we disown aspects of ourselves that is not accepted or what we believe will not be accepted. So what I mean by that is, so let's just say you were starting to exercise your sense of self and autonomy, right? As we get older, it's a very natural progression that we will start to, you know, lash out or we'll start to assert our boundaries. I don't want to eat that carrot. I want to eat that candy. You know, I want to have this experience. I don't want to put on that ribbon, like et cetera, et cetera. And at a certain point, when we were asserting our boundaries and we were developing our sense of self, our experience of um, the withdrawal of love that we felt, if there was one, right? And this has a lot to do with emotional neglect or unreceptivity of our caretakers when we're experiencing this, you know, the punishment and reward, right? You do something and you're rewarded and you do something and you're punished. And so because of this, we stagnate, we actually put a break on and we disown the aspect of ourselves that were not accepted 
and we prioritized the aspect of ourselves that is going to maintain that sense of connection and belonging. This is why I'm saying it's a coping mechanism to become empathic and highly sensitive and a people pleaser who abandons their own needs and sacrifices themselves. This is not because you're a nice person. This actually is a coping mechanism. Being an empath sounds like, oh wow, you're so nice and No, it it actually literally is a learned behavior that you believe that will guarantee your survival is cruel. It's, It's literally the most cruel thing if you think about it. So we have to understand that we have adopted behaviors and personalities that allowed allowed us allowed us to be safe in whatever environment that we were experiencing life in. So the part of you that wants to say yes to everything, yes to connection, this part of you needs to heal by allowing and integrating the missing aspect of yourself, which is the avoidant, which is the part of you that is wanting freedom. And you might look at the list, right? I'm going to share with you the list right here, which is, you know, the the anxiously attached, which is the part of you that wants that closeness and, and the relationship and containment. So I'm going to list the attributes that uh, this part of you embodies, which is belonging, certainty, stability, security, closeness, connection, right? If that feels really good to you, and then I'm going to list to you the other aspect, which is autonomy, freedom, exploration, and discovery, individuality. If that scares you a little bit, right? And uncertainty scares you a little bit. That is the part of you that you find. That is the edge that you have. This is the boundary that you have right now. Is you are embodying a part of you that is wanting that connection, but have yet to integrate this part of you. This also means that you're lacking a sense of self and your own unique voice and what you're actually doing. And this is the second point I want to share with you. When we are attracted to partners who are unavailable and we cannot do anything else other than to ruminate um, in thoughts about what they're thinking, why they're avoiding you, why this hurts so much, why can't they just accept you? And why can't we just be in this loving relationship together where we accept each other and we love each other and we enjoy each other's company, right? The reason why you're wanting that, you're saying that you're wanting that, but the moment that you are attracted to this person who is unavailable and you cannot get out of this cycle, you also are unavailable. And this is a mirroring, right? Through the law of mirroring of the aspect of you that you have disowned within you. So what's happening within these two polarities within your being is that there's an aspect of you that wants freedom. There's an aspect of you that wants security. And these, there's an internal war going on. And this avoidant aspect of you is actually avoiding the part of you that wants connection. 